everything in between everything in between everything How are you? How are you guys doing? Welcome back to Welcome another back. episode um, of our of our sex series, and yeah, we're really excited for this one. We actually. are. We are. I feel like this is the most. Okay, no, it's not the most, but we've no, had yeah, a lot yeah, of engagement. We've had a lot. We've had. We've had, we've had, we've had more engagement, but we had. We've had a lot of engagement about this one. Um, mm. which is like music to our ears because I, I love it like when a topic that we're talking about resonates so we're super excited yeah. to do the series yeah exactly so today we're going to be talking about um so we're just going to jump right in so today we are going to be talking about it's going to be kind of like a general chit chat around sex mm-hmm. um but we are mainly going to be touching on um something that that one of you actually um raised and I think we've heard as well in passing in like other conversations and maybe conversations that we've been involved in where there's been this thing about yo like how do I embrace myself as a sexual being but also as a Christian how do I um marry those type of things together so obviously for us we are both Christians um and I know that some people might be listening to this and be like oh you know it's very easy for them to do this now because they're both married and and whatever whatever but trust me we've been having these conversations before we were, we were married um and yeah so we just thought it'd be quite interesting and obviously we know that there are people that listen to this that aren't christian um but maybe identify with with other um types of spirituality or religions so obviously we're going to speak from our christian perspective but you may find that there may be things that you can pick up that may apply um if you're on a different spiritual journey or you know so and if not anyway it will just be an interesting listen so we definitely say you should stick around absolutely absolutely so how should we start should we just go go right in yeah just jump right in really. okay well i think last in our last episode about embracing um sexuality and sensuality i did touch mm. on this a little bit about you know my, my personally speaking my initial um my initial view on on sex was very much a taboo like you know it can't can't happen you know it's it's not a thing that you should even look into or be involved in until you're married like mm. it's bad 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 and mm. because in a for me personally again in a um religious perspective in the church i would say um mm. that's the only conversation you have about sex so it doesn't go beyond that it doesn't mm. go beyond the fact that sex is for you know two people who are married and especially mm. especially as a young person growing up in the church mm. it is very you don't do this you don't do this you don't do this and I think that's starting to change as you know mm. they're, they're, they're a, lot, a lot more church are becoming modernized and they're becoming a lot more um in tune with, with the world and understanding mm. actually there's such a, a fine line between the two you can't separate you can't mm. separate all these discussions you have around your mm. your, your, your your religion and God mm. and, and not talk about the world especially when that's mm. where we dwell in that's where mm. place. so things are changing but i know from from my, from my perspective when i was growing up and i'm talking like 12 13 there's kind of mm. early teen years where you're starting to kind of become a lot more curious about these things mm. um whether that be from you know conversations at school or just the science of it as well just learning how mm. everything works 
it very mm. much is a don't do, don't do, don't do. Um, mm. And then you're quickly told, okay, that, that conversation is for when you're in marriage. So you're kind mm. of left between, there's that kind of gap between, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> between mm. now and then. And it's the mm. same thing like with Nigerians, just bringing kind of our extra culture into it as well. It's like the whole thing of like, don't have a boyfriend, don't have a boyfriend. And then when, as soon as you graduate from uni, where's your husband? Like, where's your husband? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's no, there's no in between. So I think for me personally, that has always made sex a, a thing of like, of, of, of mystery of you know i don't know what it is um but i shouldn't even want to know what it is am i bad for wanting to know more about it am i bad for mm. even you know being someone who's interested in sex yeah <laughs> um, exactly so yeah that that just to start us off i think for me that's kind of um where i see there's a lot of kind of push and pull with the, with the topic and yeah. why as christians as young christians in particular we feel very um we feel very torn by it and and, mm. and it can be quite confusing yeah 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 100% and I think I think something else sorry just a just a flag is for me anyway I feel like the title of our podcast is ever more present than it's ever been now (laughs) for me because we don't have answers for this even me as somebody that's now like married and whatever I still Mm -hmm. have questions and yeah so what I will say to you is sexuality for me I think is the one thing that when I go to heaven I really want to have a chin wag with God about Mm. because there are certain things that I'm like God I just don't understand and I think as I probably grow like in the faith like maybe I'll start to understand why he put certain things in place right but like Mm. there are still just some things I'm like because I'm curious as well I'm just like "Mm." so for me my my start is very like similar to Oppa's as well like I feel that same thing basically so growing up in the church very very uh it was a very taboo kind of situation we're in our 20s so you know I think now people are starting to realize like look you need to have conversations about sex and it can't be just the don't have sex don't have sex because people are curious and the reality and I think where the issue is is that um like marriage where the where some churches, I won't say all, but some churches don't speak about it in a holistic and fruitful way. Mm. If you don't give people answers and pe- people are curious beings, they're going to get their answers from somewhere else. Absolutely. So I think that's what the situation has been. So for me, sex was just very, we don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not something we, we engage in. All you need to know is that you don't need to have sex before marriage. There's mm-hmm. no conversation around, okay, but when I get the urge to not have sex to have sex before marriage or when mm-hmm. I get the urge to I'm hearing about people that are masturbating yeah. what like where do I fall in between those with those things you know mm-hmm. um so I think for me it was it was very very difficult and and I think even now being older mm-hmm. and being married it's very like like because one thing I want to like really flag is that when you're married or when you get into a committed relationship right but I'll speak from marriage from a from a Christian perspective you don't suddenly like it doesn't suddenly like click in your head like oh yeah I'm (laughs) supposed to do this and I'm supposed to feel like this when I feel and I think that's the misconception that a lot of people have and that was very much for me bred from being in the church because it was Mm -hmm. almost as if there was this conversation of if you don't have sex before marriage or if you stay away from sex everything will work itself out in your marriage that is your reward and I don't think that that is necessarily um true that's so interesting yeah Yeah. I don't I don't think that's true and I think as a woman as well I think there was I'll speak from a a Nigerian perspective as well Mm. because I think with Nigerians a lot of our ideologies and our religions are Mm. kind of entangled so you don't really understand where one starts and one stops so 
for me being Nigerian I think there was an additional layer as a woman like there's this expectation that women are very much subdued women don't speak it very much aligns as well because I remember when I was getting married to advice as well, it very much aligns with this whole sex is to be given and not yeah. received. Pleasure is yeah. to be given. So those are all those type of conversations. So by the yeah. time, I think if I hadn't done my own research, by the time mm-hmm. I got into getting married and having sex or mm-hmm. just having sex anyway, um, it, just get more generally, I would have just thought, you know what, I need to learn how to do this thing because it's yeah. another duty of mine as a woman yeah. in a relationship yeah. to be able to provide that to my partner, yeah. um, which I think is also a very detrimental detrimental perspective. So, yeah. So, I mean, switching gears off there, like, how do you... How do you, as as, as a woman, and, and I'm going to take away a, a married woman, just mm-hmm. generally, because as we said our sexuality has been a journey it's not just like oh we got married and suddenly how did you marry those things did you care what people had to say did people look at you and think oh my god you're so wild as a christian or are you just kind of like i don't really care like well it's it's been it's interesting because just to kind of touch a little bit on what you said before i go into that um it's it's a really interesting um thing that i the reason i said it was interesting when you were saying it because i i remember i went to a conference um i was actually i think i was engaged at the time Mm. and one of the women she was saying she was she married as a virgin Mm. and she was saying that she remembers that on her wedding night or she'd been Mm. obviously the leader as soon as she got engaged she was like it was always on her mind Mm. (laughs) you know sex what's it gonna be like she bought lingerie in the world like she was Mm. so amped up about it because she was like i've been waiting my whole life with this and like yeah. what you were saying it's like this is my prize like I've, mm. I've, I've listened to God you know I found mm. a great man that loves mm. me that I love this mm. is it and she was just like she when she got married and they had sex first mm. she was like she couldn't even go through with it the first time yeah. like and the second time I think she actually said like about three, three four times it was just mm. excruciating but like it was painful she couldn't right. even get her and she said she fell into depression and it actually was a big, big, big problem in her marriage because, mm. you know, her husband wasn't a virgin. She was a virgin. So she just felt so mm. much resentment towards mm. God. And she mm. and she said that her relationship with God really changed and it went through mm. a, a big um, hurdle because she was like, how can I have listened to you? How have I ever been yeah. what is this? my whole life? And this is how you're rewarding me? Honestly, and she just couldn't understand it. And she she built on that. And, it, and I'm... Linking it to something that I don't know if you know her, Jen, Sinead Bamful on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. She said in one of her Bible studies last week that she was talking about the fact that a lot of Christian women they have they get pregnant typically quite quickly in a marriage because mm. they just they the sex just becomes just such of a big thing. And exactly. actually they start to idolize sex actually mm. at that point over God because they start mm. it just becomes this thing, like this thing that's mm. so like out of this world and they become obsessed with it. So she yeah. was basically saying how that's when you can really judge when your relationship with God is transactional versus relation relational. Because mm. she was like, the whole thing about not having sex, if you see it purely as a rule or mm. as a thing of like, I cannot do this thing, mm. you're not really understanding or grasping the bigger picture as to why you should be having sex. You mm. really need to go into the word and read and listen to sermons and talk to people, talk to your fellow Christians. Mm. Why can't we do this thing? What What is it about sex that mm. we can't like? And really understand it and, and just get to... to, to to be at peace with it and it shouldn't be mm-hmm. a thing where you are doing it grudgingly like oh, I can't have sex oh for god's sake mm-hmm. like I have to wait till I'm married but actually mm-hmm. you know start to believe it and really feel it and, and be mm-hmm. in a place where having sex 
before marriage doesn't even really appeal to you or even if it does appeal to you you mm. understand why it's not something that you you, you should just necessarily want to engage with before right so right. i will say that as a first and i think that comes with maturity i definitely that's definitely something that i'm a lot more comfortable to say now but mm. five years ago six years ago i still was very much like this is a natural thing like why can't I do it especially if mm. I'm in a committed relationship I'm with someone who I love who, yeah. loves me, who respects me yeah sex isn't something that he just he wants from me or I want from him just because we want sex but it's because we love each other and it's actually right. an expression of right. our love so I right. think it's definitely it's definitely yeah. a journey I've, I've, I've not always felt that way Mm. Um, and I will say as well that my relationship with God has definitely changed like even in the last mm. year than what it was even before mm. I was married um, mm. and definitely not it definitely wasn't what it was not when I was like you mm. know 18, 19 mm. so I think for me I've always been one of those people who I've always been very comfortable in my faith I've always mm. um, you know been very proud to be Christian and I've never ever you know mm. um, hid away from that publicly mm. but I've always been also those, one of those people who's who's always been a, who's always questioned things and challenged things, and I've not mm. been afraid to say I don't necessarily understand that yet. Um, mm. And I think growing up as a young woman, I've never mm. been afraid to say I don't t- totally get that sex bit. <laughs> mm. or, you know, I'm not going to obviously put my business out there, but you know, I I, did, I would never judge anyone who has sex, or I never would look down at anyone who said, oh, um, you know. I'm a Christian, but I, I I engage in sexual activity and I'm not married. Mm. Like I would never judge anyone like because mm. I think it's so it's so blurry and it's so yeah. complicated. Mm. And I do think that it takes a level of um, maturity and understanding and a good relationship with God to really be in a place where you can fully commit to that. Yeah. Um, so I would yeah. I personally would say for myself is that you know I've never been ashamed of where I'm at at that journey, mm-hmm. um, and I've never been I've never been one of those people that are like I'm a I'm a I'm a pure I'm a pure example of what Christian is or, or yeah. judge people never ever ever. So I would say yeah. that my relationship with sex very much mimics that. It's just a yeah. look. It's changed along the way, and I thank God that I've never really been in a predicament where I've really had to. Um, it's been it, it's had to define me or moments mm. in my life, right? Mm. but um, I've definitely been, been been flexible with it I'm not going to lie Jen <laughs> yeah yeah I've no, been flexible no, no. with it and I've explored yeah. and I've been open I love the way you put that I've been flexible with it I have uh, I have I have it's never been a hardcore yeah. thing for me where I've been like yeah no sex is not a thing for me. No, yeah it, it just hasn't <laughs> yeah 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 well I'm glad you like kind of got to that point because that helps me to like pick up for me but something I did want to say with regards mm-hmm. to what you were talking about with, that was shared in the bible study about why people get pregnant really quickly I think that's one reason but I also think it's for another two things which really ties into this conversation I think another reason why a lot of Christian women get mm-hmm. pregnant very very quickly in their marriage is also because of this thing around education around sex right mm-hmm. so yes I feel yes. like a lot of women don't educate themselves around sex especially when they're christian women because Mm -hmm. there's this this thing that we're talking about of i'm not supposed to be having it therefore i'm not supposed to know anything about it that is incorrect so a lot of them know nothing about contraception Mm -hmm. a lot of them know nothing about yeah contraception let's just start as as for that number one and that's the first thing i'd want to say about embracing i have always because and I'll, i'll tie into why this got to the case sorry not always but as i got older i think when i clocked about 20 to 21 but mm. when I got to 25 it was like yeah I gotta know about this thing I've always been very inquisitive about that and so I made sure I've been clued up and I think it's 
very and I haven't been the most clued up I think within mm. marriage as well when I realized that certain things were like happening like mm. I was experiencing things like I don't know just okay just little things like oh your wetness level being different mm. depending on where you are in your cycle I actually yes. took it upon myself more to read up about that and I think yes. that's also because when you're having sex with a continuous partner mm-hmm. they're going to be having sex with you at different points in your cycle yes. whereas before like that may not have been the case like if you're yes. having sex with someone once a month like yes. it may just be the same time you don't even notice yes. that there's a difference in your cycle right yeah so that's I feel how like, it feels yeah exactly so I feel like certain people just don't get themselves clued up and mm-hmm. that's the first thing like I don't agree that because you're choosing not to engage in something you're not going to yeah. read up on it and know to be yeah. prepared be yeah. prepared a lot of us blame the church for how our sex lives are because the church mm-hmm. said this and the church said that well guess I what do. my thing is firstly the church shouldn't be your be your and end all the bible should that's yeah. number one and number yeah. two go and do your research the sex the church is not going to enter firstly we are the church and secondly mm-hmm. the church is not going to enter your bedroom and I be think. like oh yeah okay now it's time to know you need to be knowing so that's number <laughs> one like a lot of women don't know about contraception they don't read up yeah. on this stuff they don't know what options are available to them and i think that's th- there's that's the thing isn't it about when we are told you are in the world but you're not of the world of yeah. course but guess what like god has blessed people medics all these amazing people with amazing ideas and knowledge in their head make use of it because if god didn't want us to benefit from anything on the earth he would have just put us in heaven like there's just not you know you you don't need to be here so that's number one um i think another reason why women get pregnant and and this is is quite sad actually is because sex is just not enjoyable so they're like Mm. onto the next thing they have sex and they're like yo this is not enjoyable what can I do? So not that they get pregnant to be like, oh, let me do it so that then I won't, because you can still have sex while you're pregnant. But it's just kind of like onto the next thing. Let me just have a child. Sex starts to be seen as a means to an end for a child. Do you get what I mean? So I think that's also part of it. So that's just me throwing that out there. But um, in terms of like me, I think for me, what really changed my sexual work, and it hasn't been perfect, Mm-hmm. um yeah I've been flexible with it I, it hasn't been perfect but what I, I will say made it challenging it was kind of okay for me until I got mm-hmm. to a certain age where I started to question why I was holding my virginity and I yeah. love because you touched on this about you don't just do things because you've been told not to do it right and I think where as people we start to struggle what you'll usually find is that a lot of Christians that are struggling with not have it was sexual purity let's just put it that way actually Mm. not not having sex before marriage is because we get to an age where we're starting to be curious Mm. that whole do not do this no longer works but the problem is because sometimes the church doesn't step in to answer those questions it becomes difficult so I for example was holding on to my virginity for dear life because number one I was (laughs) hearing that I was hearing that you know that's what makes me a good girl Mm. right bullshit number one Mm. number two I was also hearing that you know this is the rule like this is what Mm. I was reading this is the rule Mm -hmm. and a lot of us are scared of asking why a lot of us are scared of asking and that comes from a number of things we're scared of asking our parents why Mm -hmm. we're scared of asking God why right and I was holding on to my and I remember reading this thing that was like I think it was Jackie Hill Perry that touched on it Mm -hmm. she was like listen 
keeping yourself from marriage, quote unquote. And I also had a conversation around this with like a very close friend of ours as well, actually. Um, it's not just a rule, like behind everything, God has a reason. There's something he's trying to build in you, right? Mm. So for us, it was like, for me, it was God doesn't want me to do this because God is trying to teach me self-control. Yeah. God is trying to teach me discipline. But actually, mm. this little rule, because every little rule is part of a bigger thing. Yeah. This little rule is actually about the concept of purity. And that mm. just isn't about sex. That's about how I speak. That's mm-hmm. about how I think, about mm-hmm. other things, not just yeah. sex. Yeah. It's about who am I, Jennifer, as a person. And I found that because I was so bent on this Mm. not having sex before marriage, Mm -hmm. I wasn't able, I wasn't grasping any of that stuff. And then on top of it, I got to a point in my life where I didn't want to grasp any of that stuff. I just wanted to have sex. And I started to realise that my virginity was becoming idolised for me. It was something I was holding on to just to say, okay, God, this is a rule that I've done. It's like when you just tithe, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, (laughs) well, I've done it. Like, yeah, I'm doing it. It's what you ask. And it was becoming a very Ten Commandments type of thing. Yeah, exactly. So when I was being flexible with it, when Mm -hmm. I got to the point where I decided to be flexible with it, um, which is not, and I want to say very quickly now, that's not something that I'm saying, oh, because of this. Yeah, we're, not advoca- we're not advocating, I'm not advocating anything. anything. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying what happened. Because of that, mm-hmm. I found it very easy. I said, I remember saying to God, listen, I'm no longer holding this thing mm-hmm. in the way, I'm no longer perceiving this. I'm mm-hmm. idolizing my virginity. I'm not saying because of that, I think you, mm-hmm. you'd rather I do this, but mm-hmm. I was just like, look, that's what it's become for me. And yeah. when I turned I think 25, mm-hmm. I was just like, like, it was just a whole thing for me. I was just like, look, I can no longer do this because it's, it's just not making sense for me. And it was becoming yeah. something that was always on my mind. I was just like, look, so that was my situation. And mm-hmm. so it was a number of things. I think looking back, do I, not even looking back, but like, I would just say embracing, like, it's about understanding the why, right? Mm. That's what, and, and it's so hard and it's so, and even if I was unmarried, I think it would still be difficult for me. Yeah. But I feel like if I had picked up on that thing that I picked up on earlier, mm-hmm. before this thing was really choking me in my ass, <laughs> then I, it would have been a different, I might have been able to hold on for a bit longer because I might have understood what the benefit was for me. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where the issue is. So like, I don't think that going back, I'd be like, oh, I wouldn't talk about sex with my friends. And I I think you 100% should because that's where you're able to learn. And that's why like, that's where you're able to have open conversations. Because a lot of issues is because sex is such a private thing. You're thinking about it yourself. You're not telling nobody about the fact that you want to talk about it, that you want to, you know. So it's just, it's a you up inside. And because you just think, you know, and I think that privacy of it is also what makes it difficult when people do struggle to come yeah. out and say yo I'm struggling really? with this because you can't talk about it at home you feel like you can't ask mm-hmm. God why your church aren't talking about yeah. it your friends aren't talking about it you know yeah. um it's like um yeah it's like when people it's, it's like I don't know what it is but I think parents have it too is that they think that by talking about things they're encouraging it or they're <laughs> enabling that, it it's like if you don't talk about you don't talk about drugs well where, where would it it's like when you do things like where do you where do you get that from? where did you learn I've never, that i've never ever said that before in my life but maybe if you did and you told me about the risks and the the, problems, exactly. the, the, the issues the consequences maybe i wouldn't have done it and i feel like it's where they feel it's like out of sight out of mind um mm. but also think in the church like 
I think it's very, you know, and I hope no one takes it the wrong way, but I'm like, the church doesn't have all the answers. Like, they just yeah. don't. And mm. I feel like it's, it's not what you're saying. Like, just because, you know, your your pastor is has is very in tune with his, um, you know, spirituality. Mm. He's got a good relationship with God. He's an amazing prophet. It doesn't mean that he knows everything about sex. So right. even, even his understanding is limited. So mm. one thing I would say about churches, I think, I think it's changing. I'll say that again, but they need mm. to get people from the world to come in and talk about these things. Like, right. we need to, as a Christian, what I'm realizing as well is that my the strengthening of my relationship with God comes with the mm. marrying of the things of the world and God's word. Mm. I, can't, I can't. I don't think you can do it in isolation. You mm. need to be able to, because there's, mm. as you were saying, Jen, there's things of the world that are great and actually come from God. Like God, mm. God, God has has blessed people with these gifts, mm. with the understanding, with the technical ability to you know create mm. these the science you know that makes mm. things easier for us. That's mm. thing, the, the, the basics that He's given us. So it's mm. a bit like you know, as 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 a church, you know, we know, cool, we're not supposed to have sex before mm. marriage. Right, mm. but there's there's so much more to sex than that. So mm. why don't we talk about it more? Why don't we equip people with the knowledge, with the understanding, yeah. so that when yeah. they are making these informed decisions, mm. let's not even talk about STDs. Let's not talk about all of that stuff that comes with mm. having sex. Mm. If people know more about these things, mm. it just makes that decision exactly. a lot more doable because and you feel yes. like you have the information. You right. Know? Oh my God. And yes, sorry, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but this no, thing that you've just said, like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard and it's and this is why some people feel like religion can be a dictatorship right because mm-hmm. people think and i don't agree with that but it's because of this thing that people think if you do not give people information mm-hmm. they just won't like they just won't do it so in reality, actually the strength of a decision maker right because yeah. this is this is as you're talking about this this is all the why god wants for us to be the best that we can be right yeah. when you're raising a child you want for a child to be you want you feel proud when your yeah. child can make decisions parents yeah. struggle when your th- th- your child doesn't make decisions you want yeah. them to make but you love when your child is able to do reasoning mm-hmm. and i just feel like and, and as you said we can't put it all on the church right mm-hmm. but we need to be building ourselves as decision makers god is yeah. proud when we're able to make decisions when we're wholesome people and the ability yeah. to make a decision is when you have informed choice. And That's what it. makes informed choice when you dive into information. That's like it. being That's a Christian it. isn't about like there's a Bible verse that says everything is permissible, but not everything is profitable. Mm-hmm. And so it's about approach. Christianity is just about approach. As I said, if God, if there was anything that God was like, ah, no. My children can't hear this one. They can't see this one. You'd be in heaven. He, you wouldn't be here. Like, it's just about approach. And what you said is just so key. Like, it's about common sense. Like, just That's as it. you meet, you have friends that they may know about football, but they don't know about hair. They may know about this one, but they don't know about that. Yeah. Our pastors, our, our prophets, our leaders, our everyone, yeah. they are normal people. people. There are things that they know about. There are things that they don't. And mm-hmm. also, because of this culture of, like, scaring people out of doing things a lot of times when we hear about sex or when we hear about the big nose of society Mm -hmm. you're usually told it in like a really weird way so like not weird but like so example your pastor might be like i was addicted to porn and i was a serial sex cultist that you know so you (laughs) automatically think in your mind like oh my god this is terrible you know how yeah. one-sided is that it's so one-sided it's like mm. when you talk when you think about sex and church it's always porn um you know addiction mm. you know um uh, uh, prostitution like mm. you know there's a there's a bell it's always like so 
so dark so, ba- so dark like so demonic and it's like of course we grow up but we end up being these weird people that mm-hmm. <laughs> treat sex mm-hmm. like such a, because like we, we've had such a warped view of it and I'll mm-hmm. never forget right this was even I think I was like 18 yeah mm-hmm. I think it was like 18 19 and my mom there was a conference at my mom's church Mm. Mom, you know that age my mom was like come come yeah yeah becoming a woman yeah. so i went yeah and um they were talking about sex and they were talking about like different positions mm. and it was so funny because at the church you could tell that there was like quite a division so you had like mm. this age group of women who were quite young just got married mm. uh, maybe like, like in their ooh. 30s yeah mm. versus like you know the women who were in the 50s 60s and then they started talking about oral and one of the women mm. the younger woman was like yeah like my husband likes it. I do it. Even me, I enjoy it. Mm. And then one woman came up. She was like, ah! She was like, is that abomination? Is that abomination? How can you mm. put... No! Like, and she was so like... She was seeing red. Like, she was... Mm. I remember thinking to myself, what the hell is this? Like, mm. and it's just it's just opinions that's being flown around. Mm. But we're all Christians. Mm. But we're all Christians. Or, and even that, in my sense, I'm thinking, like, what is the right or wrong in that? Like, you mm. know, should as a Christian, should you should you engage in all mm. sex? You know, mm. and I just think at the end of the day as well, there is an element of w- what works for you because mm. I, I genuinely believe in this world, right? Not even this world, in this life, that your relationship with God, you being a Christian, it should be very, very personal to you, mm. right? So I'm not ever the one, I per- and that's why I said early on that I do not judge anybody in this world mm. because at the end of the day, you do not know what their relationship is like with, with, mm. with their God or whoever they're mm. serving. So I think mm. there is an element of it as well is like, if you tr- move, and I'll keep harping on this, if you move your relationship with God from being transactional to relational, everything mm. starts to make sense because when you start to see God, your relationship with God as like a relationship with your partner mm. so what, what I mean by transaction is you could argue that your relationship with your workplace is transactional because you have to mm. show up you mm. have to and, do you your work and you get a salary if you stop doing that the salary mm. will not come that relationship mm. is done Mm. With your with your parents, with your friends, you, you go through ebbs and flows. Sometimes things are mm. great, sometimes things aren't great. But at the mm. end of the day, the relationship is there. It's not it's not based on you doing something. Well, it is to an extent, but you know what I'm trying to say. But mm. the, the, the only relationship you have in this world that isn't like that is a relationship mm. with God. Mm. He is not trying to get... It's not like, God, if I do this, will you give me this? That's not mm. how it works. Mm. And the moment you get that... Mm. everything's such a change even if Mm. you are someone who's like myself or like jen who's in flexible sex right (laughs) i also know that god is not that's that's what it takes in my relationship with god i know that's not Mm. it's like i'm I'm not marked like god is not like written me off like "Ah, because Mm. you did that you know who are you no like Mm. i still go to god the same way i would if i didn't if i didn't have sex so i think Mm. for marriage so i think you have to really move away from that and i promise you the moment you start doing that, things do start to change and it makes a lot Absolutely. more sense. And you don't Absolutely. feel like you're so bound by these, you know, quote-unquote rules um, mm. or the commandments. It just, yeah. It's very much a thing of like, God, okay, I know this is what you want from me, but can you help me? Like, how can we make this a reality for me? Who do I need to write? <laughs> that's what I do, boy. I'm like, I'm like, God, look, I know this is what you want me to do, but you know, you also know who I am. You know, you know yeah. my struggles. <laughs> you, know you, know, you, know, you know my weaknesses. So how are we going to make this work? How are you going to mm. help me do this? Yeah. You know? And understand 100%. that it's a journey. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I would say that's, that's, that's my last point on it. Really. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think if I had to think of my last point, like I just always think of what what do I wish I did differently, and what mm. do I wish I knew then? And one thing I wish I knew then is like the importance of prayer. Now, people are just like, I know you brought up probably thinking, ah, she's gonna say, oh, we should have cast and bind. No, literally, what we're saying, like, as I'm 
growing more like I knew this stuff before but I didn't tap into it as I'm growing right I'm realizing why the bible says you know pray without ceasing and what that literally means is like when you are walking be praying like now I'm trying to get into a habit of like even if I'm cleaning the table I'll be like ah god if like who left this table messy or oh god like what am I going to eat today god what am I like I'm trying it's not natural to me but I'm trying to and that's why it's that thing of involving the Holy Spirit and everything, right? Because the Holy Spirit's already in you. And like, yeah. I think sometimes we think to ourselves that there are things that our parents just don't care about. They don't want to know. But what you realize is as you get older, um, or even when you're young, like your parents want to know everything. I think for, yeah. like, so for example, as a parent, when they bring their child home from school, they bring you home, a good parent. They want to know like, what did you, who did you see? Who's your friend? Who are you playing with? They want to be involved, mm-hmm. right? But I think as we get older, we start to think, oh, our parents don't understand or our parents don't want to know. And mm-hmm. I think the most revolutionary thing for me was tapping into the fact that God wants to know. He already knows everything, firstly. So sometimes we'll think, oh, there's not much point of telling him. But actually, it's about the relationship that's built when you open your mouth to say, God, yes. this is the situation. Yeah. Or And it doesn't even need to be a big thing. Like, oh, God, what am I going to wear today? Like, every parent loves when their child comes to ask for their opinion or comes mm-hmm. to tell them something. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with God. And if there's one thing that I wish, it was that I don't regret embracing my sexuality. And one thing I would say is everybody, a Christian <laughs> not, be doing it. If mm-hmm. you want, listen, practice. I'm not talking about sex, but there's nothing wrong with knowing about what you like and what you don't, and 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 yeah. and, 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 and starting to think about those things, right? And mm-hmm. and um, learning how to twerk if you think that your man may like it. Yeah. Reading up on how to give head if you think your woman may like it. Yeah. Um, learning going to the gym to get a really nice body for your partner. But what mm-hmm. I would say is involve God in it right Mm -hmm. because I think and what I mean by that is if you are curious I'm not saying you should go if if you're not that way inclined then leave it it's fine but if if you're somebody that's like look I can twerk or I want to learn how to twerk because I want to do it for my man no problem but as you're twerking be literally saying to God God do I understand that this because people will tell you oh you're moving into dangerous boundaries because once you start to learn how to do it you now want to do it in the club or you now want to do it for your (laughs) boyfriend but pray about it and just say God Mm -hmm. look I really want to learn this thing or yeah. I really I really like doing this thing but I also mm-hmm. really want to please you this could be a normal you don't need to be down on your knees to be a normal yeah. I also really want to please you as your child mm-hmm. I want to learn this because God I'd be hearing people having dead sex lives and please that can not be my own I'm here I'm serving you mm-hmm. but help me help me to find balance help me to find moderation mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit will speak to you the Holy Spirit may say my dear I already know your personality if you start this one if you do one we're now at 10 cut it off don't do it <laughs> The Holy Spirit may say to you, my child, no problem. I'll help you even move that left butt cheek. It will, su- it will surprise you. Honestly. You'll be twerking on your head. Start giving you squeak skills. Right. Listen, <laughs> it will be, you'll be twerking on your head. It will shock you. And that's one thing that oh. I wish I did. Because I definitely, when I was struggling with this thing, I definitely isolated God from it. And I definitely, the only communication I had with God was, see, yeah, God, I'm, it was more like threats. Like, see, mm. I'm struggling. Like, you need to come down from heaven and help me. And that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and one thing I also just want to say is, if in the journey of trying to marry these two things and embrace your sexuality, but embrace it with a Christian lens and as a Christian being, if, for example, like, you get it wrong, like, it's not the best case scenario 
But yeah. God isn't going to throw you away. That's what I said. Absolutely. It's literally just to come to God and say, see, I, I got this thing wrong. Like, I didn't really, you know, and now I've made this mistake. Yeah. And, you know, help me to realign myself. And then you also learn about yourself. You're also able to reflect and be like, why did I make Absolutely. this mistake? Is Absolutely. it because I got too close in wanting to touch the fire mm-hmm. and all in the name, you know? So yeah. I just feel like, I just feel like you don't have to exclude one part of yourself no. to be part of God's family. Like, that's no. what I want to put out. And Absolutely. like, I think and being sexual is not, it's just not, it's not a bad thing. Exactly. It just really isn't. It just really exactly. isn't. I think it's just about, it's about challenging, challenging, I can't even challenging it mm. in a way that, um, that pleases God and pleases mm. you. And, I, and there's always, there's always a way. And I always believe as well mm. is that like, even when you look at the things that you do that, you know, may not be of God in a black and white mm. sense. Mm. Um, when you actually take off all of that, that the, toxicity of it and you know mm. the, the the extremes of it you can mm. actually find the gift in it that god's gift in it you always yeah. you always like for example if you're someone who's super curious about sex like maybe that's something you want to explore as a profession or even just as counseling or whatever and there's always a way that you can you know manifest it or translate it to, mm. to, to become a really good thing in a way that you feel like it's not you know hindering mm. a relationship with god um, exactly enhancing it, enhancing it so i just think tap into it um please mm-hmm. do and just yeah. you know don't rely solely on 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 the church to give you you know the information like try Absolutely. and try and marry everything together as jen and i were saying in our last episode you know we became educated on sex you know we read up on it we downloaded mm. apps we talk about it as friends like you mm. just have to you know be comfortable in it um mm. and really and really you know speak to god yeah. and just be like look god this is something i want to explore i'm exploring exactly. and just exactly. lead me lead me to the right sources lead me to places where i'm going to be able to do it through that christian lens mm. and it doesn't become you know a distorted a view or a worldly yeah. view of it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah that's all we're saying and like just to hammer on like the word the word the word the word if you're christian the word like yeah everything Opie said is 100 percent correct but just understand the boundaries of your season and that's talk it. with god about helping you to stay in those boundaries you know like that's just all it is but um yeah i think that's all that's it though this was, cute, i really enjoyed this i know so cute yeah, i, really I love it this. Guys, this came this 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 um episode came from one of you guys messaging us. So please, there's power in messaging us. We honestly exactly. do take we it on board. We'll talk about six. We'll we talk will, about all, we will, we will. Exactly. And this is a this is a topic as well that we are not experts in whatsoever. I think we need to just say that we are not experts in sex in sexual anything. Yeah, <laughs> we are purely talking from my experiences. Exactly. So please get involved. Um, tell us if you think what we're saying is rubbish. Tell us if you think what we're saying is right. You agree with us. Um, mm. And yeah, we look forward to delving more into this series. Exactly. Well, have a lovely day or evening whenever you listen to this. And yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys.